Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. I'm Hilary Robertson. For this episode, I'm joined by singer Donna DeLore, whose album Gone Beyond is out now. This is definitely a pandemic lockdown album recorded in her home studio. It's actually meditative and serene. The album's constructed completely around Dolores' voice. She writes that she wanted a record that would be good for many different experiences. This album comes from daily vocal improvisations, taking away time signatures completely, no click tracks, no chord charts, and all the rest. So it's just stream of consciousness. There's an amazing array of musicians accompanying Delory on this album, including bass player Tony Levin, percussionist Jerry Marotta, cellist Jamie Sieber, guitarists James Hurrah, Jerry Leonard and Greg Lights, singer-songwriter Joseph Arthur is the only other vocalist on the album. I hope you enjoy listening to my conversation with Donna. Thank you for joining me on Harmonious World. I really appreciate your time. Of course. Now, Donna, you've got a fascinating history, um, which I want to talk to you about. But also, more importantly, I want to talk to you about Gone Beyond. Yeah. Because this is a fantastic album. It's very meditative. Very. Uh-huh. There's a real serenity about it. Mm. And it's it's definitely born from the pandemic, isn't it? It definitely, I mean, I'd been, you know, for a long time, you know, I, my last record here in heaven, there was a woman who I was in business with, with a white swan records that is out of board, out of um, Boulder, Colorado, out of Denver, Boulder. And she always said to me, I need to do a meditation album, but on that, on that album here in heaven, cause I had, you know, some more singer songwriter, there were, uh, there's like I think Satsuri was the one like Sanskrit prayer mantra in the album. So I was exploring different things. One it was even in Spanish and everything. But she said you you have to put a meditative track on there, you know. So at the end I did a meditative track, and she said just three minutes because people love to use your meditative prep, you know, your meditation songs for their practice. And maybe every album will have one. So she always was saying you got to do a whole app whole album like that so I had that intention but I really you know I was out there doing festivals and I was doing dance remixes and and everything and I, I wasn't yet in that space you know I wasn't home all the time so then the pandemic came and my daughter was doing homeschooling so I go up to the studio we have a guest house that's um, up the dr- steep driveway from our house and I walk up there in the morning with my tea and I just work until she had her lunch break, then I come down and give her lunch and everything. So I, I worked on this record. And I, I think I'd, I'd mentioned before, and it's probably in my bio about just layering vocals. I've always loved to revo- to record my voice and multi-track it. So, right. So with Pro Tools and everything, you know, you put down one, let's say you do, one of those. 
it's just because of my like professional training, being in the studio. Like I love being in the studio with my headphones. I kind of take one headphone off a little bit and then I'll double it. Maybe I'll add a little more air, you know, and it's so much fun. And then I get to like 20 tracks, 30 tracks, you know, and I'm having so much fun. And I mean, I could have just done all vocals, you know, but I, I wanted, I, my intention was to be minimal. But then in the end, like I reached out to Tony Levin, who's a master bassist. You guys know him from his work with Peter Gabriel, King Crimson. I mean, he is so incredible. He's been on some of my favorite tracks, like Don't Give Up, Peter yeah. Gabriel, Kate Bush, you know, that whole album. So he's just, I just love his tone. He's amazing. He played on another album called The Unchanging. So he was home and he had nothing to do. He was like, yeah, I've got nothing to do. Just send me a bunch of stuff. So I kept sending him songs that I didn't even think I wanted bass on. And I thought, well, at least I'll have it. And then Jamie Sieber, who is an amazing instrumental artist. I mean, she's an incredible cellist. If you want to take a journey, you know, like having a massage or healing, her music is amazing as well. Listen to that. So I reached out to her and she was home. <laughs> so, you know, I benefited from that. And so then they would, it was so fun. They would just send me a link to the tracks and I'd press like download. They'd come up on my computer and then I'd, I would fly them into my session with all my vocals. And then Jerry Murata played some like Native American drums on one song. But I, I purposely, I think I kind of mixed them lower than I would my other records and kept, you know, just kept those vocal textures in there. And I wanted it to be simple. So even the Sanskrit, really simple, um, like so hum, I am that. Um, it, it's all the same, you know, it's, it's me seeking the truth in, in that time and, and my own peace and ease in myself and bliss and music's my bliss. So when I went to work on it, you know, I was just, it was transcendent to be in the studio doing that. I, you know, things would come to me. Then I would say, I would think, Oh, I want to do that forgiveness prayer, you know, that I love so much. So I kind of made that into a piece. And then there was a Mirabai poem, uh, poet from the, 15, I believe it's 1500s when she was alive and she was a Krishna devotee and loved, just a lover of Krishna and wrote all these poems about her beloved. And the song Unbreakable that I wrote from that poem, Unbreakable by Mirabai is the last track on the record. So it's really, it's just how I was feeling and it's how I feel, you know, it's that more meditative aspect of what I do and can do in it. I even want to get more simple than that. It was obviously recorded with deep thought and it comes across as something that is th both thoughtful in the creation, but also in what it gives you. And it gives you as the listener space to be thoughtful. Yeah. And, and that's what I hoped for, you know, that was, was giving me that space and, it's always so interesting when you're working on so many tracks at the same time, you know, you put one track up one day and you go to another track and then you forget what you even did on that track, you know, and I'll, I'll go in one day to do more harmonies. And then I, I realize, Oh, I already did those, you know, <laughs> it's fine. You know? And then I gave it to a mixer who I've worked with for so long, Kevin Killen. So he mixed it. Uh, there'd been new technology where 
I could click onto a link and I could hear him, just the audio of him mixing in real time. Wow. So I'd hear like when he, you know, he'd be like rewinding it to clean a vocal. So I could just like leave that on in the guest house and come and go and see where he was at with the mixing. Mm -hmm. And I just let him, you know, I just trusted his ears and I just said, just make it spacious. You don't have to use all my parts, you know? Right. And, um, and then when I would just put my headphones on and listen to his mixes, I just got lost. It was just so beautiful. And there were a couple of moments that every time I heard that piece, like, like, uh, the forgiveness prayer, you know, I would just cry and it was just like such a release. And I, you know, you only hope as an artist, as a creator that, that people will have that, be able to go to that space, that yeah. healing space and feeling space. And I just love, I love music that touches me that deeply. And I love music that makes me cry and music that makes me laugh, you know, but I've always been drawn more to that, that that place of um there's that most sensitive vulnerable place like I, I just love music that that goes to that to that place and opens me up yeah and and there's something isn't there about allowing yourself to be vulnerable and when I say break down I don't mean in a disastrous way but you know right. to, to to break yourself down to to sort of something a bit more um basic Absolutely. Absolutely. I always, I always noticed, you know, the just sound vibration alone is so healing, you know, so I always encourage people to sing. It's not, it's not about being a singer, being good, doing it for a living. You know, we all were born with these instruments and where we evolve from, you know, way back when in our tribes and our communities, we were always singing and dancing and he was part of our lives and ceremonies and everything. And, and it's so healing that in itself is so healing. Yeah. Um, so I, I always encourage people to explore that part of themselves. Yeah. And yeah. it was, you know, it was amazing healing for me doing those vocals, but also just when I sing, I notice when I do a concert at, at the end of it, it's also the exchange with the people of us singing together. I mean, it's been proven scientifically you know, all kinds of things, endorphins being released in your brain and, and other chemicals that unite you together. And so I just, like when I was recording that album, I definitely thought about people doing parts like Jama, where people could just, if not maybe singing out loud, they could just be singing in their own minds, you know, if they wanted to to have that practice versus just not saying anything and just being in meditation. Yeah. One of the things I think that was hardest about lockdown was um, choirs and people singing together were, were banned and it was like, you're, you're all going to be giving it to each other. And, and you know, when, when that started back up again, because even, even as, a, as a member of an audience, when you're seeing, when you're experiencing people singing together and they're listening to each other, because you can't, you can't sing with somebody else without listening to what else is going on you know it's not it's not quite the same as when you're playing a musical instrument you know a, a physical instrument that you you can you know because when you play the certain in a certain way that's what happens whereas your voice is always going to be altered according to the dynamics and the the pitch and the the acoustics around you and everything and, and I think that 
it's a big thing, isn't it? It was a really big thing. And to feel like, I remember I got together with a singer I worked with, with Madonna for years, uh, Nikki Harris, and I still collaborate with her. And I remember like standing next to her at the mic recording vocals. And I hadn't, I hadn't been vaccinated yet had been but she's like all over the place singing with people and very social and everything but that feeling that i had to protect myself and even being kind of afraid that because we were standing too close to each other yeah i mean that it's really incredible i know we're all like moving on with our lives and everything and but the effects of what happened in that time are, are still with us in a big way they are with me oh yeah you know and i mean i got COVID. <laughs> like a month ago. So that was like getting it and getting over it was so freeing for me. And I feel I have to say, like, I feel a lot more just liberated, you know, I feel like I have more protection. And I feel I, I got through it. You know, of course, it was a fear being amongst people and everything. And is my immune system strong enough? Can I deal with this? I mean, I just watched I was watching way too much media back in that time, you know, to get all my information. But I also got a lot of fear. Yeah. And um and and so now I'm just like every day I think, oh, I could go here and play and there's a big benefit going on in Boston for the children's hospital and in April I want to be part of that. And right. you know, I'm really excited to jump up and sing with people and have sessions, yeah. you know, choirs and in my studio and have us all singing on the same mic. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of like, can you do your part in in Georgia and send yeah. it? You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Technologically, I mean, we we all realize we can do it that way now, which is great. It's so great for so many businesses, people that are doing, you know, online singing classes or or trans dance, dance classes, fitness classes. They could be anywhere in the world. I'm so happy for them. They could be Costa Rica and they're doing their thing. But uh, there's just nothing like that in person. No. Connection. No. I mean, we just as humans, we need it so so much yeah and i just want us to never never forget that and i hope you know when i we do start going out and playing more live you know the people are really there for it and yeah yeah um i don't want to go too much into i mean you're you you've got an incredible musical history i don't want to go too much into that because people can find that out you know it's it's all right all right but but um you must be very proud of some of the stuff that you've done and, 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 you know, the collaborations that you've done and that sort of thing. Um, and where are you now in terms of taking all of that experience and, and where does it bring you? Obviously this album came out at the end of last year. How are you building on everything that you've done and what's next? Well, I I've always loved collaborations, you know, so I'm always looking to collaborate. Um, there's a, there's a writer that I wrote my first like pop album, some songs with him. And I found an old song that we wrote that never was on the album because back then the producers picked out of all your songs, what they thought the hits were going to be. And those were the ones that they picked to produce, you know, right. It was really coming from a, that's a hit producer. So whatever he wants to do and they just want to do singles and everything. So I'm finding these older songs that I was like, wow, really good writing and a, a co-writer that lives in New York. Like, I want to get back into writing with the people I love. And, and it doesn't even matter what genre, you know, it's just beautiful music. And I wrote a song with a friend named 
uh, Paul Gordon, and it's called Praying for Love. And that was a single when I had my first solo album. And he lives he lives in New York because he does theater. He's doing musical theater. He writes he writes you know musicals, and that he's a lyricist, and, and he's incredible. I'd love to go and work with him again. You know these people that have like looking back on my career that I've co-created with that I just love the experience and I love the work. Yeah. I'd like to like, you know, reunite with them and do that as well as keep singing with Nikki Harris. I love her so much. And I'm working on a collaboration of more meditative music with a man named James Hera, who's a master guitarist, uh, who's been playing in my band for a long time, but I met him in Hollywood. Like when, when I was probably 18 and he was on the first Madonna tour with me and he had done a tour before that with her. And he, he's just, he's like, he, he plays with Alita Adams and he was playing with Huey Lewis in the news. He's like a sideman musician, but an amazing artist in his own right. And um, the last few months I kind of was going through some health challenges. I was taking time off from being in my studio. He was sending me tracks of music that I could just write just put my headphones on and I could write lyric, melody, really tapping into my own, um, invoking, calling on my own strength for healing. And that just became the theme of that record. Right now, it's not all on me. Right. You know, I love to have someone else to bounce things off of, you know. Yeah. And after the just last couple of records, I did everything myself. And so that's really great. And um getting more into the sound, the sound healing with the music and even more spacious. And I'm always, even when I'm taking time off, I'm still working. So it's like, I've got remixers sending in tracks and, and it always, the notes are always more space, more space, just less, because even if it's electronic and there's a beat and everything, you want to be able to find that space. You want to be able to go that same place as if it's just a drone in a single vocal. I, I want to create that space. So I think my my emphasis is just way more on that. I mean, I could, I feel like I could write pop songs and everything, but I, I want to, I want my music to have a, a place as a tool in people's lives, you know, and I, I just am so inspired by the stories when people write me and say how they use the music for a birth or a death or one person came to me at a show and said they lost their son in an accident and it's the only thing that got them through it or another person started writing poetry because of it and um that's how i feel about music and always seeking to find music that that inspires me i could just put it on and write yeah my journal or write lyrics and and um just you know as we all are coming out and being together again i just want to you know I want to live my life with the least amount of fear as possible yeah. in every way, you know? Yeah. yeah. And that's like the, my goal now. And, and just realizing we can all realize more of how precious and what a miracle our lives are. Yeah. And, um, and just strengthening myself so I could be there for other people and for my daughter who's 13. Right. And she's healing from an accident. She had a horse accident. So just helping her see that vision of herself, positive affirmations and of her he being healed. Mm. And um, it's just, as we all know, it's a challenging time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been really interesting talking to you. And um, I look forward to sort of hearing sort of some more of your collaborations, because I think that's that's a, a lovely thing. And I think it's it's a great way of uh, going through your life. So. Thank yes, you. thank you so much. Thanks for your support and your interest. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to that episode of Harmonious World with my guest Donna Delory. The link to her website is in the show notes and you can see some of the amazing people that she has collaborated with already. The start of this podcast was Where I Find You and now you're listening to Unbreakable. And these are both taken from Gone Beyond, Donna's latest album. Thank you for joining me once more on Harmonious World. Please do rate and review wherever you find your podcasts. That really helps. You can also buy me a coffee. The link is in the show notes. And that helps cover my costs of this podcast. Meanwhile, I hope you have a really good week and stay safe. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week. And please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.